Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. There is no World Cup action today, but it doesn't mean there's not a a ton of stuff uh, going on in the world uh, right now. Very important things going on in the world uh, right now, like the Toronto Raptors becoming the front runners to get Kawhi Leonard from the San Antonio Spurs. The odds makers, including the odds makers over at mybookie.ag, have the Toronto Raptors as the clear uh, front runners right now, so much so that, in fact... It's even money. It's plus 100. And a word out of Las Vegas at the Summer League is that, yeah, you know, the Kawhi sweepstakes are nearly over. It's the Raptors. Yet nobody knows what the deal is. And, um, you know, the fact of the matter is the sportsbooks also had the Philadelphia 76ers as a favorite for LeBron James uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, as well so the sports books aren't always correct about this but but they also went to the lakers game afterwards and then he went there so yeah. they, they they readjusted the odds. But when it comes yeah. to these special special props yeah. they generally don't make something plus 100 just for the sake of it because exactly. they'll beat on the other they'll get beat on the other side great point uh with the other teams we should note that the spurs are also in the plus 100 range that he stays yet yeah. that wouldn't shock me if he stays with the spurs but It'll shock me if he plays for the Spurs. I think they're at a stalemate where Kawhi won't play for them, and they're not going to um, – I don't think they want him in the room now anyways at yeah. this point in time. And they also don't want to give him away for nothing at the end. And doesn't Greg Popovich strike you as a type of guy that will call his bluff and yeah. say, all right, you yeah. know what, we won't trade you. We need something, though. You No, he's going to say, we won't trade yeah. you, and you just don't play this year. We already – this went – they've played the last two years without him anyways. It's like, what difference does it make at this point? They didn't play with him last year anyways. They're not going to get held hostage. That's why the whole Laker thing uh, didn't uh, didn't come into play. The Raptor thing makes sense, uh, but Kawhi Leonard has put himself in a position where he doesn't want to play in San Antonio, yet he's only got one year left on his contract. So if he says, I don't want to play in San Antonio, but I'm willing to sign a contract extension with these, whatever, 10 teams or something, then they don't have a problem. They could easily freaking trade them. Exactly. But teams don't want to step up to the table and give what's fair worth for a player of Kawhi Leonard's quality for a guy who's a free agent at the end of the year. See ya. He could be gone. Exactly. And a guy that's made no freaking secret about wanting to play in California, wanting to play in California over and over. Now, the Lakers, he said that, but so did Paul George. I don't know, man. Kawhi Leonard will probably end up on the on the Golden State Warriors next year with everybody else. <laughs> he'll say, "Screw it, I'm already rich. I'll just play for five million, like uh, like Cousins." He'll he'll replace Cousins after Cousins goes. So I'm Gabriel Morency. 
alongside Cam Stewart. Um, we'll talk about this Kawhi Leonard stuff. If you're a Raptor fan or a Spur fan, and I'm getting tweets from both of you right now, and uh, both of you, all of you are pretty negative, but social media shouldn't be called social media because it's not social. Uh, social media? Oh, dickhead Rude media. media? Dickhead media. <laughs> the, the dickhead media says, uh, like a Raptor fan saying, we're going to screw it up. And, you know, man, I hate Raptor fans. Well, you're not real Raptor fans. I should just say it. I hate people that tweet me about the Raptors. It's the best way. I can't lie. Like, I'm just... Just the facts. I just like I just you know I must roll my eyes like twenty times a day, dude. When I read some of the crap that people send me, it actually makes sense for the Raptors though for the books to make them the favorite. They are, they're in a perfect situation, and you talked about it, uh, Gabe, with Lowry. That's that's the guy. You can you can get rid of Lowry. You can plug in Van Fleet, Delon Wright. There's a lot of things that you could do right well, the there. The thing the thing with Kyle Lowry is he's got two years left on a deal. Yep. This year and the following year, mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard's got one year left yep. on a deal. So it's sort of Right then and there, we're almost sort of even. Like, we're not, you know what I mean? I know Masai Ujiri doesn't like DeMar DeRozan for some reason or another, but we can't give away DeMar DeRozan. Like, you know, if you trade DeMar DeRozan, you trade, it's almost like trading P.K. Subban for Shea Weber. You're trading an old, you're trading a young dude for a dude that's only going to be there one year that's got injury problems. Exactly. I don't even know how healthy Kawhi Leonard actually is. That's another great point. He hasn't played in so long, we don't know. He He could be breaking down. It's a really good point. And anyway, I think it makes total sense for the, for the Raptors. And the Spurs want to get something out of the deal, too. They're not just going to wait till the end of the year, Gabe, and go, okay, you can have them for free. Popovich doesn't seem like that type of guy. And then they can uh, rebuild the team. I think, it makes to- I think it makes total sense for both sides. I'm with you. I think it should be Lowry, not DeRozan. you got a couple of kids that you can plug in there. And well, they're going to have to. make the deal, you make the deal. You know, Kyle Lowry is an all-star. Kyle Lowry is yep. an Olympian. But Kyle Lowry is also older. He's getting very old. Yeah, they let Tony Parker go. They let um, they just let Kyle Anderson go. They don't really have a point guard, so it leads me to believe that I think that Lowry is going to be part of this. The Raptors aren't re-signing Lowry after two years. No. The Raptors have also shown that the team needs to be shaken up a little bit, not completely deconstructed. But if you if you lose Kyle Lowry, but you get Kawhi Leonard. You still have a powerful lineup. Big time. DeMar DeRozan can score. Kawhi Leonard's just good all around. Uh, Ananobi's like a junior Kawhi Leonard, Draymond Green type. Um, you know, JV is a good offensive player. And, the um, young players are great, too. They got, they got a lot of experience, a second-to-second second string suddenly uh, Van Fleet who whatever seemed yeah. to be on the court more than Kyle Lowry was last year anyway. <laughs> He's going to be your guy. Like, you know, like honestly, like, <laughs> you said what it. difference does it make? Oh, we traded Kawhi play. Leonard. I don't yeah. know. We, Van Fleet was the one taking the shots anyways <laughs> at the end of the games. Damn right. Maybe this year he'll actually make the damn yeah. shot, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, true. But I am a big DeLon Wright fan. I think I, DeLon I love Wright DeLon, deserves, I love DeLon Wright, too. He deserves more of a chance, right? He's he's a freak. He his athleticism, I think, is off the charts. He's raw right now. He's getting better all the time, getting more confident. Gabe, you saw him at Utah. He, this this kid's skilled, and every time I see him out there, I see him growing. I think he's going to grow into a star. I I, I, I love his game too. The this, the second string guys. Well, that I'm they not going to say star, but I'll say that he could grow into being an effective, an effective point guard in the yeah. NBA. Star is a strong word. It is strong. Star star is a little too strong. <laughs> I like the kid. I like. I, I think he's got there tremendous f- there, upside. There, truth be told, there are really few people who develop into stars in the NBA. 
You know what I mean? Like, there's not many guys that have. He's been in the league for three, four years now. If he was going to be a star, like he could, if given a chance, he could be a very a productive player, a starting player. Yep. But there's not too many guys that, oh, yeah, he's been in the league for five years, and look, suddenly he's a star. I guess Oladipo sort of raised it up that's a notch, a good, but... That's a good call. Oladipo really... Uh, his, but his o- Oladipo is much better than DeLon Wright. Yes, he Like, is. Oladipo was he's on a He's at a different high, level. He yeah. was on a higher level coming out of college. True. He's a higher level in the NBA. Yep. He's had more production. DeLon Wright's never really had any production in the NBA. He's shown flashes in games where he can be good. But that was the problem with Dwayne Casey, the, uh, the coach of the Raptors. Casey didn't like young players. That's why he won so many regular season games. Like, he, you know, he mixed young players in, but that was Messiah Jerry, yeah. the GM, forced him to do it. The core were vets. He preferred to go with, you know, that's why uh, P.J. Tucker freaking played all the time when he was on the team. Like, you know, so expect the Raptors to get a little bit uh, younger. So it'll be interesting to see. But it appears as though that it's, it's real. All right? It's been going on for about four or five days now, and uh, nobody's put this uh, out it seems that the Raptors are the front runners right now, and they're trying to get this done before the summer league is over. And the summer league is over, I believe, like uh, this weekend. So, time to move. Yeah, they're looking <laughs> to get this done. No, you say it though, man. Like you're you're, you're going to be you're going to be doing this thing quick. And and I look at the sports books, and for them to address something and bring a team to an even money, like even money, Gabe, that's so significant. Like it, it, that that's absolutely huge. Like you know, you're not talking about plus four hundred, plus six hundred. They're even. So obviously something like these guys wouldn't put out a number like that. Basically where there's smoke, where there's fire, there's something going on. The question is, is a deal going to get done? And it also could, it also could accelerate another team actually uh, trying to do a deal mm. and getting in yep. saying, you know what? Screw the Raptors. We're going to yeah, get we, in on this. We'll push our offer. In. I don't know. The Philadelphia 76ers supposedly have offered Markel Fultz, but I don't, mm. you know, you never really know if any of the things are true, right? One thing that leads me to believe that this is true with the Spurs and the Raptors is the Spurs don't let things leak. Greg Popovich and Buford, they're not – we're not talking about LeVar Ball here. No, these guys are tight-lipped. Uh, Greg Popovich not going to be on the Chris Cuomo show tonight, you know, talking about the Kawhi Leonard situation. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, the Spurs are pretty private. Like, they really don't tip their head, this yeah. Antonio Spurs. And the Toronto Raptors are as well. It's a combination of two things. Number one, Masaya Jerry's always been very good at not really letting people know what he's up to. And number two, the people that cover the Toronto Raptors aren't very good at their jobs. Not too slick. Like, there's no insight yeah, at no, all. No, no. I heard this. I am not I, I am not an insider. Yeah, it's like, well, dude. I, like, it's a report. Know, you get paid to cover the damn yeah. team. I really don't understand, like. Get on the blower. Start talking. Yeah, like I'm with you. Yeah, throw exactly. Your, throw your fans something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, throw the fans. Like, if if your job is the Raptors reporter and you wake up and see these stories. Yeah, I'm talking about, like, an Eric Smith, yeah. a Michael Grange, Grange yeah. Doug Smith. All those guys, yeah. It's your job. Like, you cover this team, and the big buzz in the NBA is the team that you cover is getting the most sought-after guy in the league besides LeBron James. It's the top story on CBS Sports in the NBA section. Yeah, why is yeah, it that the guy I'm, in the Washington Post is the one that broke yes. the story? Great point. It's yeah. like Tim Baumtop's at the, at, the, at the NBA Summer League, Washington Post, and he's, he's the one that broke it. Spurs and Raptors close to closing this deal. It's like, where are the guys? 
don't know. I guess they're <laughs> up. I guess they're up in Muskoka. Yeah, they're, or they're something. Like they're, they're, at the they're, they're cottaging. Yeah, that's right. Hit the lake. I don't know. They're <laughs> drinking wine or something like that. They're with Babano. <laughs> what the good life? Yeah, yeah laissez-faire. Yeah, and not and not and not good life uh, fitness. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, Speaking of the good life, um, yeah. people go to Las Vegas to uh, to live the good life, and um, Las Vegas uh, sits there waiting to take people's money uh, that want to go live the good life there. So, uh, Charles Oakley, the NBA Summer League. Yeah, Vegas is the yeah. place to be in the summer if you're a basketball guy because you've got the NBA Summer League in international seasons, USA basketball practice uh, in Vegas, and um, the um, the big three. Ice Cube's uh, three-on-three yep. league is in Vegas this week, and uh, so Charles Oakley is a, is a coach in that uh, league, and uh, Charles Co- uh, Charles Oakley decided to go out and uh, play a little blackjack. I guess why, why not? That's what I do over at uh, the Cosmopolitan. I don't go there. High rolling. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I go yeah. lower. I go to a lower tier. You casino. ever been to the Cosmopolitan? Yes, I have actually. I've been to the Steakhouse there. I didn't pay though. It was a buddy of a buddy's uh, stag dinner, and uh, yeah, yeah th- thank God I didn't have to pick up that tab. It was expensive. I've been. <laughs> it's really nice. I've there. been there twice, and yeah, I lived in Vegas, but yeah, it was, it's not it's, my style. It's, nah. it's too. It's too much for me. I'm, I told you, I'm, like I'm, it's the type of place where, like, you know, when you hear like, um, oh, Car- you know, Kim Kardashian's making an appearance, and there's a pool party. Like it's at a place like Cosmo, Cosmo or Aria. It's very. Um, it's very upscale and hipster and trendy and and all those other things. The Mountain West Football Conference actually held their uh, press conference there. Ooh, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. That's good. That's good for them. That's that's high quality. I went in like wearing a pair of shorts. <laughs> I was wearing a t-shirt. Hey, everybody! I was interviewing all the coaches in the Mountain West <laughs> at the Cosmo. And I, was, I even asked them. I said, "Why did you guys do this here? Like, they wanted to look good." Yeah. I was like, come on, guys. You're the Mountain West. Like, it doesn't could've fit gone to the, with the cause. Could have gone to the Nugget? Yeah, you should have been at <laughs> the, Hooters or something. I, I, I actually, the El Cortez. Yeah, yeah. El Cortez. The El Cortez. They had nice food out, though. Cosmo, and they had, like, dudes with white gloves on taking they, their glasses. They, they weren't serving White Castle sliders at my blackjack It was just so out of place. It was all these, like, dirt ball, like, football reporters from, like, the <laughs> Boise Times yeah. and stuff, right? At the Cosmo of all places. So, anyways, yeah, so Charles Oakley. Um, Charles Oakley uh, went to the Cosmopolitan, and um, he got arrested at the Cosmopolitan for taking a $100 chip off the table once the bet was made. So it must have been roulette, actually. I'm not, I don't know what yeah. table game it was. They said at a table game. So it could have been blackjack during mid deal, or it could have been it could have been it could have been at the it was, roulette. Yeah. It could have been any. Yeah, it could have been a lot of things. But uh, all it says is uh, it stated after he he knew he was going to lose the wager, he removed a hundred dollar chip from the table. Yeah, you can't touch that. That's Vegas rule number one. Don't touch. Videos uh, were then um, reviewed, and uh, the gaming control placed him under arrest wow. on the scene. That's harsh. Usually they give you a warning. I've seen people like move chips around and stuff like that, but he must have been belligerent too for them to for them to call in and. Uh, That's what I, you game, know. To be honest, I was thinking too. It's like very, it usually over a hundred. Not like a thousand dollars. Like it was a five hundred dollar chip or something. I've seen but a guy do it with a hundred dollar chip. So it was probably roulette, and he's like, "Oh shit, the yeah. number," and he probably scooped back a hundred off the table. It's a pretty stupid thing to do. Very stupid. 
first thing you learn, man. I'm surprised never, though you're right never, that never, you never didn't. That. They didn't just say, "Listen, that's the type of thing that for the hundred bucks, especially being Charles Oakley." Like you said, Oakley is a belligerent person. Let's be real. Yeah. You know he, that he was mouthing off yeah, to everyone, he, yeah. right? He likes to pick fights. He probably never in a million yeah. years thought that they would arrest them for it. I've told people this. I've said it time and time again. Las Vegas and the state of Nevada is not a place where they treat celebrities nicer. They're they're harder on celebrities. Ask O.J. Simpson. Yep. I got 14 years for taking a helmet. Exactly. Memorabilia. You know, Paris Hilton, she went to jail in Las Vegas. Like She gets away with everything everywhere, but not Vegas. They're they, like, cra- they crack the whip in LV. Yeah, <laughs> they, they do. We don't care who you are. You play by our rules. War Machine went yep. to Vega, Vegas. Uh, the MMA fighter, Vegas uh, jail. They put Floyd right. Mayweather in jail. Like they don't, they don't play around. The only person that stayed out of jail because he's such, uh, he's the king of Vegas after all. Chumley. <laughs> Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. at a Vegas casino before. I've gotten pretty belligerent as well in uh, casinos over the years. I got into it with a uh, off-duty cop at... Uh, oh, at the Circus Circus. Circus oh, yeah. Circus, March Madness. Oh, yeah, Mr. Tennessee Volunteer. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. They, they had a sting operation going on, those guys. See who... Oh, yeah. They were leaving right. money on the table. All Like, I noticed them all weekend, those dudes, yeah. right? They, they were kind of out of place. They were. They were. They're out of place. I was like, who are these guys? And I noticed, too, like every day they're always wearing different university stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there was a table and the same guys. They're always wearing gopher and stuff every day. They were the Minnesota guys. Like these yeah. guys. Yeah. They, they weren't hanging out with Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Yeah. Can't. And they were like, they all had white hair in their 50s and stuff. <laughs> they were changing. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. So um, I was dropping f bombs. That's all I was doing. Oh, I was, I was, you were on fire that. I day. was getting worked up about yeah. a basketball game, and uh, the guy told me to watch my language. And uh, I said, "Who are you? Head of security?" He goes, "No, LVPD." And he bust out a badge and stuff. <laughs> and then I, and then it all came together, and uh, I realized I was like, "That's why you guys are leaving money on the table all the time." Wait for somebody to steal it. Yeah. No, that was their deal. They were they were they were they trying to get see people. Who's gonna who's, yeah. who's gonna take the bait? Because I noticed I noticed those I noticed the money too because the table was right where the ticket uh, yeah. for to bet. Yeah, it was just right on the angle. So that's that. why they picked that spot. Too. They could see everything. No, because they could get people that are standing in line. They could yeah. reach over on the table yeah. and grab it. So. That's, you know, that it's first they started, they had like just ones and a couple of fives and stuff like that. But I noticed as the days were going on, 
these guys were leaving like hundreds on the table and stuff. And what they do is, you know, they'd get up and they'd leave a bunch of sports tickets on the table and a couple of hundred dollar bills. And they get up and they sort of walk around the book yeah. for a second, sort of look the other way. But, you know, they're always like watching for someone to reach over. And uh, then they were going to grab him. And it's funny, too, because I came this close once to <laughs> telling the guy, hey, what are you leaving your money? I said, bro, I, was, I, I swear to God, once I was going to tell a guy, I was going to hey, sir, I wouldn't be leaving uh, the $200 on top of the table like that. But uh, I didn't say anything because I thought the guy was a jerk anyways. <laughs> and um, <laughs> That's right. You didn't care about his money. No, Somebody no. steal it. I really didn't care. No, yeah. I was like, I wasn't going to steal yeah. it, but I was like, yeah. well, whatever. If someone yeah. else does. I don't you know. It's not my problem. So, <laughs> But no, no, it all made sense. Turned out he was, he was a cop. They, were, they had a little undercover sting going on. Just as uh, Stormy Daniels uh, got nailed in an undercover sting last night in Columbus, Ohio. As, you know, it's nice to see that the police in Ohio don't mind the touching and the groping that goes on down at uh, Ohio State University's wrestling room. But uh, you guys have a problem with the touching and groping going on at a local strip club as Stormy Daniels was appearing in Columbus. Nice. And um, Columbus, Columbus police sent uh, undercovers to get lap dances from her and then charged her for sexual contact. Come on. That sounds like entrapment to me. It's an undercover sting. A real yeah. great police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, were you going after? Like, really? That's the, that, that's the problem, going after a porn star who's trying to make a little bit of cake on the side? That's a good idea. She allegedly touched one of the uh, policemen's penis. Oh, I touched his junk. Okay, fair enough. You can't uh, anybody touch your junk. <laughs> yeah, have a good weekend, buddy. Touch your junk. No, I don't know. I... You know what, Gabe, and, uh, and the whole hierarchy of things, who cares? She looks, she looks good in the yeah. uh, in the mugshot, actually. <laughs> it's a classy mugshot. The charge is already dismissed. Yeah, I got to tell you, this is like the best picture we've seen of her in a long time. Like, it really is a good picture. Oh, she looks fantastic. Yeah, she looks like she's going out on a dinner date. Yeah, she looks good. Yeah, most mugshots, you look pretty beat down. Not, not hers. Glamour shots. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to. All right, I was trying to find the name of the uh, the uh, fine establishment. establishment. Sirens. It's oh. <laughs> a good name. <laughs> Sirens <laughs> Gentlemen Club. <laughs> I, I like the, Sirens. Yes. Sirens Sirens Gentlemen's Club. The best name for a strip club I've ever seen was uh, in Montreal years ago. It was called uh, Teasers. Yeah, Teasers is a great name. Oh, it, was, yeah. it was great. It's Teasers. That's exactly you what it is. You bet some football teasers, yeah. and you go to teasers you for get a dance. teased, yep. Yeah, sirens. So charges against adult actress Stormy Daniels for allegedly touching three undercover detectives. What, three? You needed, you needed to send three of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first guy couldn't do the job. It's like... I hope, you know, I hope these guys were married, like the cops. Yeah. I hope, like, yeah, their yeah. wife is like, so what, did you volunteer? Yeah. So, yeah, 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 I'm sure you had to be the one, eh? Yeah, I thought you, you had were... to be the one, eh, Jim, to go down there and get push. your junk touched by Stormy Daniels. I'm sure you volunteered. I thought I thought you were working the late shift with Joe, but you decided to go undercover. Did oh, yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. They She's going to be like, <laughs> I'm at home worried, worried sick while thinking you're yeah. dealing with gangsters, yeah. and really you're getting a hand job from Stormy Daniels? Sorry. He's not out at Dunkin' Donuts with his buddy. Sorry, honey, it was undercover work. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, I'm keep, sorry. I'm keeping, I'm, I'm keeping Columbus safe. I just uh, lap dance. I like to know, like I'm sure there was no other crime committed in Columbus, Ohio last night. No, right? Well, they, they were spending three cops. They probably had like a mobile van in the parking yeah. lot. 
All right. Stormy Daniels just touched his junk. Swarm! Swarm! <laughs> yeah, charges have already been dropped. So, nothing. Yeah. Daniels, who has gained notoriety for suing President Donald Trump following an alleged affair, has faced three misdemeanor counts of illegally touching a patron. Man, how come I never get uh, illegally, illegally touched? touched? Yeah, I know. Yeah. You just get the basic lap dance. You want the... Daniels, whose real name is Stephanie Clifford, posted a $6,000 bail. Seems a little steep. That's very steep. Six grand? Come on. <laughs> for what? What, for getting a guy an erection? <laughs> under, that's, that's a stiff fine. Under a, a law that was passed in Ohio... In 2007, Ohio State University must recruit as many thugs as possible. No, no, I just made that up. Under an Ohio law passed in 2007, an employee regularly appears nude or semi-nude at a sexually oriented business is prohibited from touching patrons. And uh, this is where it gets uh, pretty twisted. Except for family members. What? Oh, so so Buddy's wife's dancing. He comes in. Here's your lunch, honey. I guess so. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what it is. Like you know, it's like hey, give her a hug before the shift starts or something. I don't. It's whatever. Because Daniels does not regularly appear at the club, the charges were dismissed. Yeah. <laughs> they bring in big acts. The district attorney basically. He laughed at it. The district attorney is probably thinking, you stupid yeah, like, I, This is your big sting operation? Good work, fellas. Yeah. He said, I've determined that uh, crimes were not committed based on the yeah. fact that Miss Clifford has not made a regular appearance in this establishment as required under the law. Isn't she allowed to give a lap dance? I like this. The arrest of Daniels and two others is part of a long-term investigation into allegations of human trafficking, prostitution, and other vice-related violations. Yeah, I'm sure Stormy Daniels is involved in the trafficking business. Oh, man, <laughs> business is going to go up for her now just because no, now know. people know that uh, she's going to. Uh... Oh, look at this. The, the officers observed Stormy Daniels fondling breasts of female customers in the club. You guys, like, way, way to ruin, like, I, a great night at Columbus. Know, seriously. I, like, seriously. <laughs> Like so, what? what yeah, like, yeah, so, like that, that's, so that's one of the things that she got charged with for touching for another breasts. Yeah, not family members. When officers witnessed witnessed those activities, three detectives approached the stage. Daniels allegedly made her way toward two detectives, leaned over and grabbed their faces. She shoved each of their faces between her breasts. Court documents say she then fondled a third officer's buttocks and breasts. <laughs> And then forced the officer's head between her breast and smacked the officer's face with her breast. Sounds great. <laughs> Part of the act. Daniels Miranda Panda. It's a great name. Miranda Panda? Miranda yeah, Panda. Nice. And Brittany uh, Walters. Great. Also a great name. <laughs> we, got, we got a tweet yesterday, actually, from a dude that says his father's name was Angus. Angus. His no. father's name's Odin when you were talking Odin, about great Odin, names. And, Odin like and Chesterfield. Angus. Yeah, yeah, Chesterfield Stewart, yes. His name is a sofa. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Guy's name's Chesterfield. I don't understand, Gabe. Like you're telling me this story, like I still failed to realize what she did wrong. Like don't don't you as a strip club bring in an act and they're supposed to do those things as part of being the main feature, like they do it for your eyes only or whatever. 
Is, isn't that part of the, 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 the appearance fee? I'm very, very, very surprised that Michael Avenatti has anything to say about this because yeah. he normally is very, very <laughs> tight-lipped. Yes, yes. He normally doesn't you know, speak to the media. Uh, Avenatti says she was arrested for allegedly allowing a customer to touch her while on stage in a non-sexual manner. Are you kidding me? They're devoting law enforcement resources to Sting's operations for this. Uh, Avenatti said Daniel was arrested while performing the same act she's performed across the uh, nation yes. at nearly 100 strip clubs. This was a setup and politically motivated. It reeks of desperation. We will fight the bogus charges. I agree with them for the first time ever. Great business uh, and great uh, publicity uh, for Siren yeah, Strip Club. You're, you're, you said it. It's going to go through the roof. I don't. It doesn't say whether she's appearing this evening or not. I don't think so. <laughs> I've actually been in a uh, I've been in a strip club before when um uh during a uh, a vice raid before. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like seriously, like you're in there and like boom, raid, 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 like everybody full full on. Yeah, well, yeah. That must have been wild. Yeah, without getting too graphic, the um the uh, performer Tangerine Dream, she used to be a regular on my show. Oh, yeah. And um, she invited somebody on the stage to, um, I don't know, like, what's the best way of putting it? To uh, be part of the act? Yeah. To help her? Yeah, help help with some props? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> you like that one? Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, the prop. Prop builder. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah exactly. Like the, the prop, prop builder. Tool, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll put it this way. He inserted some props. Props. Yes, I get it. She invited people to insert, insert props. props. Insert props, and um, yeah, it didn't end well. No, it didn't end well. No, it didn't end well. You know what her big skill was? She used to um, smoke a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like blow, blow circles. Like she could do shapes. Yeah, like no, like she inhale. Oh yeah, inhale like the cigarette. And yeah, and, and blow, blow smoke out. rings out. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> She's an artiste. I'm not talking about the mouth. I know. I'm, I'm quite aware. Lower. It's kind of yeah. I don't know. If you're a smoker, I guess. It's yeah, right. I guess yeah. <laughs> if you're a smoker, I guess it's pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty wild, though. I, li- I like. I'm <laughs> not going to say I like. I do like tricks. If if if, if you're if you're a smoker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it not like really like it's just kind of ridiculous isn't it no, the, no, the police all, yeah, in, in columbus yeah. ohio i agree with the lawyer it's i just, agree with having you guys got yeah. nothing better to do yes yeah, let let the woman have some fun well let the patrons have some let fun. the patrons good point even more so say what you will about stormy daniels but uh, leave the patrons out of it <laughs> Think about the guy that you know, has the story. Man, I went to the club with my girlfriend last night. Stormy Daniels uh, was making out with her. Yeah, started fondling her. Yeah, it was a great time. And then the cop showed up and shut it down. <laughs> like, uh, you know, what are you doing? Yeah. Who are you really hurting here? Avenatti's probably going to figure out a way to sue you guys. Yeah, that's too, a good point. Uh, hey, Sirens, you better uh, call <laughs> and, the lawyer. And, uh, and Stormy Daniels' mugshot, too. She just sort of has that look of, like, I'm going to figure out a way to get you back for this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wouldn't want to upset Stormy Daniels. No, 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 no. That's I wouldn't want to have Avenatti on my... No, that, uh, guy, that guy looks like the type of guy who won't quit. <laughs> he, he looks like a real shark. 
No, he's like a uh, non-giving upper type yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, non-giving upper type guy. He's like a non non-giver upper. Um, so uh, Kawhi Leonard right now, mybookie.ag uh, now has uh, the Toronto Raptors at plus one hundred. Wow. And the San Antonio yep. Spurs are now plus 400. 400. See, it's happening. It's all happening. Lakers plus 500. Clippers plus 600. 76ers plus 800. Celtics plus 800. Bucks 10 to 1. Knicks 15 to 1 and uh, so forth. Yet as we stated, he's a free agent at the end of the year. Yep. So it's not like, you know, it kind of takes teams just don't want to give what the market value would be. Uh, for a Kawhi Leonard due to the fact that uh, he could leave wherever he signs with at the end of the year. But I, that's why it makes sense for the Raptors. That's the thing. They have to they have The Raptors' to window too. isn't forever, dude. No, it's you know a few I mean? years. We can say, well, they're still next year, next year. It's two years. I agree. Two to three it's years now. tops. You yep. know what I mean? Like, And now Boston's really, really good. That's a problem. Philadelphia. getting better. Milwaukee's not even that bad. No, Milwaukee's getting better. So the Raptors yeah, now, man. this is it. Like, this is sort of... So I can get it. If you can get Kawhi Leonard, I don't even mind not thinking about a year down the road. Just get him. They can't just put the same damn no. team on, on, no. on the court, right? they got to shake things up a little bit just to take that next step. You know, they got to they got to get to the finals. And then uh, well, now with LeBron James in, in the West, this is good. Good. Philadelphia is still a young team. Boston. Boston looks dangerous. But hey. You'd rather be in that situation. It's not like they have any hope in hell, though, of beating the Golden State Warriors. No, but just worry about winning the East first. Get there. Yeah. That's the that's the bottom line is get further. Just like the Don't Buffalo playoff, Bills. Don't be a playoff disappointment. Just like the Buffalo Bills. Get to, uh, just uh, That's all I need to worry about. Just, 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 just win the AFC. We'll get to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of which, LaShawn McCoy. Uh, yeah. th- things are getting more interesting now uh, with the uh, LaShawn McCoy. The details are starting to come out uh, right now. And, of course, everybody rushed to judgment. And, I didn't, I, you know, a lot of stupid comments on Twitter that weren't taken back after the fact. Yep. And he's already, he, he's ruined. He's stained. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, his, rep- yeah, his reputation it's, it's, is it's, definitely. It's, it's tarnished. It, it definitely is. That's the problem with right. this stuff. So Robert Latell's always on top of yeah, this he stuff. Is. He's on top Comic of this. Comic books, relationships, Comic Sean books. McCoy. Sean McCoy. <laughs> Latell loves this type of stuff. All right, he goes, here are the new developments in the Sean McCoy situation. Police have been called to that home three times over the last 12 months. The first time Sean McCoy called the police after his ex-girlfriend followed him to Vegas after he broke up with her. Mm. And uh, when they got back. McCoy told cops in 2017, so this is all documented. McCoy told the cops in 2017 that he is uh, concerned that uh, his ex-girlfriend will make some sort of crazy false allegation against him to try to get him suspended in the the National uh, Football League. So he told the police this, and he's also gone to court to try to remove her from the home. So as I stated, it seems pretty strange that a guy would go to the cops, a guy would go to court to a judge to ask this woman to get removed for his home and then get her beat up in the middle of the night and not think that, I don't know, maybe they're going to say that I did this? Crap. I think she might be so out there that she got herself beat up to make him look like he really did. Wouldn't be the first time. I'm telling you. And this isn't about me defending LaShawn McCoy, but something's not right here.
Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Dear God. If you're eating something right now, I don't know. You might want to uh, turn the sound down. This actually, this is pretty obscene. Kylie Jenner. I'm not really sure she is. I don't know what the difference is between Kylie and Kendall. Uh, so uh, Kylie Jenner, 19 years old, is worth $900 million. $900 million? Yeah, She's on pace to become the, uh, the um, fastest, youngest, self-made billionaire in the history of the world. What does she do? I don't know, bang NBA players? Like, I don't know. What, what do any of them do? I guess she's a model or something. Yeah, must be you know, to make that kind of cake. That's a very good question. Like, how yeah, does she make that's that what, money? That's kind of like it's it's a lot. Like, like it's, where's the money coming from? That's kind of what I want to know, Gabe. I don't, all right, I, all right, it's, all right. It's, it's, we'll, it's, we'll, we'll have to we'll deep into this. Slow sports day over there. Yeah. No, yeah. There's a few things going on. Oh, she's got a uh, a wildly popular makeup company. Oh, really? Kylie Cosmetics. Oh, uh, this okay. The cosmetic company's valued at eight hundred million dollars. Okay, so she just made another, right, uh, extra hundred on the side. So good for her, actually. Yep. Then she's uh, she's not like blowing rappers on like video for her fame. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's the sole owner of the brand. Wow, that's pretty big. And, which she operates out of her mother, Southern California home. She only has seven employees. Really? It makes that kind of money? Wow. Seven employees, $800 million? That's, a, that's crazy. What's more surprising is that Kylie Jenner's net worth is even more than her superstar sister, Kim Kardashian, who is yep. worth only $350 million. She crushes. Three, yeah. Yeah, by, by yeah, nine, five fifty. Kim Kardashian actually is, is kind of smart, though. She does have, uh, she's got like emoji. She's got like an emoji. Trade, app and like trade, trademarked? Like her own line oh. of Kardashian emojis. Wow. And dude, she makes like $200 million in a day and stuff with this stuff sometimes. Like, uh, I'll give the Kardashians credit for that. They are smart business people. I mean, come on, man. This chick's running a uh, nearly a billion dollar makeup oh, operation out of a. Uh, out of a house in Orange County. <laughs> I'll, give, I mean? I'll give Kim Kardashian credit too for uh, getting that uh, person out of jail. She actually, she, you know what I mean. Usually, a celebrity for for something positive. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. You know, we'll give her credit for that. Yeah. You know, she didn't have to, but they, they still have I mean? they still have a lot to make yeah. up. <laughs> there, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot like, of things. It's a good start. That, yeah, that's, that's it's, it's, no, a, it's no, a very no. good start. No, that, that's it's it. a good start. Yeah, getting yeah. somebody out of prison is a good start. <laughs> I think that's a good way to build some goodwill. Nine. 
900 million. million. The cosmetics, seven employees? Wow. Like for a seven employee company, you think you've been making like a, like like 20, 30, like you know what I mean? That's just, wow. That's just, the, the numbers are shocking. All right, so we have some interesting developments I uh, hear from uh, the Hall of Fame as well. Remember Terrell Owens said that yep. he's not going to show up. Yep. So Terrell Owens is not going to be in Canton, Ohio for his enshrinement into the Hall of Fame. So I like uh, I like what the Hall of Fame is doing. The Hall of Fame is now going to simply ignore him during the annu- during its annual uh, induction ceremony. Nice. Not even mention him. No. This is great. The executive director said of the Hall, Joe Horgan, said that Owens will uh, not be introduced and, um, you know, will not be discussed at uh, either the ceremony or at the, the dinner. Instead, the Hall of Fame will mail Owens his jacket. Nice. Yeah, you get, you, you get a delivery. Here's your blazer. There's no reason <laughs> to bring him up as an individual. He's not here. Why would we talk about him? I like it. That's making a big yeah yeah yeah. So, so you want to call? They're calling your bluff. You I don't like want to be here. You get nothing. I like it. He still gets a bust though, right? They, obviously, he gets everything that yes. you get in the hall. He gets a yes. bust, and he gets his coat delivered from Mister Big and Tall in the mail. He gets his jacket. Yeah. Like, here you go, Mister Owens. Here's your coat. You know, I remember talking about this when he when he announced he wasn't going, and I think he expected everybody to oh, beg him go. to go. Please and go, please. We need you for the, the ceremony. ceremony, and and all this other stuff. Evidently not. And, you know, T.O., you're like the boy that cried wolf. You just bitch too much. You bitch about petty things all the time. And uh, it'll be interesting to see now how this gets spun, that he's going to be a victim out of this somehow. So, so what? You don't want to show up, but you, what, what were you going to do? You thought they were going to sit there and wax poetic about you for 20 minutes about how great exactly. you are when you don't even show up? Why the hell wouldn't you show up either? Like, that's how twisted he is. That's how twisted he is. He's upset that he wasn't in the Hall of Fame faster it's like, bro, you haven't even been retired for that long. It's not like they made you wait 20 years. <laughs> some people are dead before they even no, get announced. No, that's all like, You know what I mean? Like, some people's families don't I've get spoke. to see them get in, Gabe. You know how many times have we talked about somebody gets cancer and, and dies and does, doesn't get in until they're dead. I spoke dead. to Chris Dolman, yeah. the Hall of Famer, yep. about this. And Dolman wasn't even, even a teammate of Terrell Owens's, And he said this on the air. And it was on the Fantasy Sports uh, Network, on Marenzi Unfiltered, on the television yeah. side of things about two years ago. Even last year. But uh, Dolman, I asked Dolman, I said, what about T.O.? Because I think it was like last year, the year before, about T.O. in the Hall of Fame. And uh, he said he'll get in, but he has to wait. And and he even said, he told me, he goes, I know T.O., I played with him. And he said, character counts. And he said, being, you know, a great football player is what kind of teammate you were. And he's a bad teammate. From the words of Chris Dolman. Yeah, a guy who actually played with and, him, a, hall, and he a legendary said, player. He even said, like, I don't yeah. dislike him. Yeah, he was just, like, I yeah. don't, you know, but. Just, just a bad teammate. He said the guy basically was is a troublemaker. It was always about him. And so, and, and now he makes it about him now again somehow. Like, you know, going into the Hall of Fame. Just bury the hatchet. Gotcha. I know, exactly. Like, you're in the, the Hall, Hall of, Fame. of Fame. You've been waiting for it your whole damn life, and now you're there. No, it's now like, you're gonna it's like crying about not getting invited to the party, you know what I mean, with the cool yeah. kids. Well, I'm not going to I want to go to the party. How come I didn't get invited to the party? And then you get invited to the party, and you're like, well, I'm not going to that party. party. I don't want to hang out with these people anyways. <laughs> and then complaining about it after again. 
Like the law, the, the moral of the story is that Terrell Owens is going to bitch no matter what. <laughs> exactly. That that seems to be the theme of this. You got to hand it to the for the Hall of Fame committee to come down like this. That's a balls move, or that, that, and it's really smart too. It's like you know what, where you 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 don't want to appreciate an accolade like this. You don't want to be here. Screw you. Everybody else who waited, all the teammates. It's an insult all the, to all the other it, Hall of Famers. Exactly. That's another. That's a, that's guys like Walter thing. Payton that are unable yep. to be there. Right. Yep. You know, what I mean, like you see, there's times, man, when, you know, we saw this with Junior Seau, where we've seen where the family has to be there because the player is no longer there. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, you know, Tio, you don't get that. You know, it's not like they're going to honor you. What, what are they going to do, Tio? What, what, what did you think? Did you think that, you know, former teammates were going to go up there yeah. and talk about how great it was playing yeah. with you? None of them even like you. And then secondly, you're not there. Like, if you were there, you could have got a couple of dudes yep. to come up, you know? I guess maybe, like, who? Who? Maybe Tony Romo. T.O., remember he started crying? He's my quarterback, <laughs> man. Don't, don't, you know? I got his back. Jeff Garcia? We know, we know, yeah. <laughs> I don't think T.O. knows Jeff, Jeff Garcia's name. Yeah, I know. Um, we know, like, Donovan McNabb's not going to give the, no. the, you know what I mean? Like, no. It's not like T.O. has, like, a ton of people that, are lining up to give him a good uh, good word. Yeah, like Steve yeah. Young. I don't know. Steve Young doesn't seem to hate him, but doesn't so, seem somebody, to be his biggest fan. Somebody will just bite. Would have just bit the bullet and said, "Hey, da, 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 da. yeah." It's not like he's got a list of laundry list of people lining up. Well, look when he was on the he was on the San Francisco 49ers when he was younger. He had a very big catch right in the playoffs from Steve Young yep. against the Green Bay Packers. Packers yep. They called it the catch two. You know yep. what I mean? I remember the game. The catch two point and. T.O. wasn't, he wasn't T.O. yet. It was sort of like Dennis Rodman. Like, Terrell Owens was good at that point in his career, but he hadn't become Terrell Owens, the... With the attitude? Yeah, the sort of split personality nut job that he became. And they were sort of seeing signs of it. And ironically enough, like, that big play sort of was the beginning of him... Veering off. Thinking how great he really was. You know what I mean? Look, he was on the Buffalo Bills. I'm a Bills fan. He was on the Bills. He, he did all right. He didn't cause any problems nope. with the Buffalo Bills. No, he didn't. It was a brief time there. Was it two years? Was it one year? It was two years. Two. He played two years? I think it was, yeah. I think it was two years. I, you're right, though. I don't remember any negative stories when he played for the Bills. I don't remember them no, complaining like about him or saying he was a cancer in the room or anything. No, he didn't. He didn't. Like I said, yeah, he wasn't, um, he wasn't a big problem. You know, when he was in Buffalo, he didn't complain. He the fans liked him. He was pretty cool with the media. He was cool with the fans. He used to jump. You know what I mean? Yeah. He used to do, do the, 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 the orchard. Yeah, park yeah, leap. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Buffalo Bill bump. <laughs> he was nice to people when they would see him, too. Yeah. That was the thing. Because if you tell them to F off on Wednesday and stuff in Buffalo, they're not going to like you on Sunday. That's true. You know the way that town is, oh, right? Yeah. It's kind of it's a small community. Like Remember Ryan Miller? They didn't like Ryan Miller. Ryan Miller showed up. We were doing a show outside a Cowboy Bills game. Oh, yeah. Shooter McGavin, Jim Kelly, Thurman <laughs> Thomas, Andre, all the Bill, you know, Bill Greats are there. It was a big Monday nighter, first time in years of Monday nighter. So a lot of the Bills legends were out in the parking lot. And they're very accessible. It's Buffalo, right? Yeah. So Jim Kelly's taking pictures and tossing footballs with people in the parking lot. And yep. Shooter McGavin's Shooter's running around. Shooter's with his foam finger. Yeah, yeah throwing footballs in the parking lot. <laughs> Shooter, hey, everyone, hey, yeah. it's, like, it's like a big, Shooter. it's like they all know each other. It's yep. Buffalo. So, like, the players really aren't above them in Buffalo. Yep. 
Like if in Buffalo you're a Bill, you're supposed to go in and eat chicken wings with the yeah, fan. Yeah, you go to not, the big tree and hang out with these yeah. people. But then Ryan Miller pulled up in a limousine. Oh, yeah, I remember that. The goalie of the Buffalo Sabres. <laughs> <laughs> Miller showed up in like a limousine and Miller's dressed nice and sort of looks rich and like got big watch on and yeah. dress shirt and Man, he sort of got, like, jeered. Yeah, it didn't go over well. <laughs> no, man. People are like, man. What are you doing here? This guy driving around a limo for, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, Jim Kelly showed up in a pickup truck. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, well, like, we're, we're at the big tree inn where they got, like, Michelob and neon lights yeah, and stuff like, like that, like the a pool table. You kind of look like an yeah. idiot in a limo. Exactly. It's like you're, you're in a, you know. <laughs> he looked like he was going to the Cosmo. It's like there's a house across the street from the big tree for sale for a $7,000 sign in on the line here. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and he pulls up in a limo. Exactly. Everyone was like, yeah, like and it was funny, too. Remember in those days, the Sabres actually didn't suck. They were I good. Know. They were. And I was surprised by it because everyone was like, F him, man. And no one went over to him. And basically, and I was surprised. And they said, oh, man, no, no. He's, he's a big prima donna diva. He's big. We don't like Ryan Miller here because of that. Right, so T.O. wasn't like that. Like, T.O. used to take pictures with fans and stuff when he'd see them, but I don't think T.O. was in Buffalo very often, to be honest. I think he spent more time in Toronto. That's true. He used to always come to Toronto. As I remember, and of course, he did upset people in Buffalo once when they asked him. They said, T.O., um, are you enjoying your time? It was like the, the national media. They said, T.O., do you enjoy your time in Buffalo? And he said, oh, yeah, it's great. And uh, he says the best part of it, he goes, uh, Toronto's like an hour away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, that was the line. Yeah. It's the best part and of Buffalo he, yeah. is Toronto's an hour yeah, away. Yeah, but he, the way he said it, he I didn't know. mean to be insulting, but, but it was basically that he loved Toronto. He goes, oh, yeah, Buffalo's great, man. I got no problems. And he goes, yeah, man, Toronto's only an hour away. And, man, I love Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> that is shitting just, on Buffalo, though. It was. Even though yeah. he didn't mean to do it, it I know. is. You don't talk about said, the other city. Yeah, because he was saying, no, it's not so bad. I go to Toronto. It's only an hour. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He's like, no, it's not that bad. You know? Like, uh, T.O. actually had a condo even in Toronto. Like, yep, he was he living in Toronto. Yeah, you're right. He's rich enough. He had a house at Orchard Park right near the stadium yeah. and practice facility and stuff. Condo, and, uh, condo downtown. Yeah. I heard stories a couple of times where it'd be like T.O. T.O. would take a limo from Toronto to practice and stuff in the morning. He just split. T.O.'s not a big boozer, right? The guy is in shape. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. You've seen the workout video. He's, he's, an, a, he's yeah. on the driveway crushing iron. He's an egomaniac. Maniac, but he's not a booze bag. He's in the chicks yeah. and stuff, but yeah. he's not. Yeah. He's not the type of guy doing coke and partying all night. That's so a good point. So for the Bills, they really didn't care because he, was, yeah. he wasn't hungover. So he used to hop in a limo, basically, at, like, 5 in the morning and show up at the facility at, you know, 6.15. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey guys, what's up, man? <laughs> like my ride? And then what was funny, Cam, other guys on the Bills wanted to do it then. Oh, yeah. Hey, Tio, can we hang with no, you? No, no, but they started that? doing it on their own. They started oh. going to Toronto and, like, living in, like, and the Bills basically had to tell the players, listen, enough of you guys getting places in Toronto. You don't live in Toronto, all right? You don't play in Toronto. You play in Buffalo. Yeah, but T.O., it's like, whatever, yeah. man. You know what I mean? You're not Torello. Stay in the community. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to That is insulting to Buffalo, though. Like, think about it. If me and you played for a Buffalo team and we're always in always in another town, I'm, I'm I sorry. I'm going to defend Buffalo on this one. And I got to tell you. Yeah, and I'm not going to throw the guy into the bus, but a yeah. longtime Buffalo Bill. Remember when the Bills were playing in, in the Toronto series? Yes, we've been to all those games. He told me, a longtime Buffalo Bill told me off the air that uh, – 
He said, oh, God, I'd like nothing more than to, to move here. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, well, because that's the thing. They have the yeah, money to do it, right? Like, he, yeah, and his words were, he, 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 he was like, man, and he played, he played at Georgia. He was like, man, I played in the SEC, and now I'm in Buffalo. And uh, he goes, I never see cities. So it wasn't like uh, shitting on Buffalo. He was basically like, I don't really see cities a lot, and it's just a lot funner here. <laughs> he's like, he basically said there's nothing to do with Buffalo. You know what I mean? And he's like, and, man, Toronto, man, it's and, great. We love it here. Like, to your point, Orchard Park is nowhere near Buffalo. Like, that's what we talk about going to the games. If they go to the practice facility no, or whatever, it's, it's it's way outside the city. Yeah, they like, don't even live Buffalo. in Buffalo. No. Yeah. If you live in Orchard Park by the thing, you're in the burbs. And man. what's hard for them in Buffalo is they're too known, dude. The Bills yeah. are too big of a deal. Like, if you're a Bill, you can't walk down Chippewa no. Street. It's like you're Britney Spears or something. You know, like, literally. Like, it's like you're a megastar, even though you're not. Mm-hmm. Like, Trey White of the Buffalo Bills will get swarmed in downtown Buffalo. Yep. At a club, at a bar. Oh, my God, a Buffalo Bill is here. You never hear stories of the Bills on Chippewa Street. They don't go. They're not there. They're not there. <laughs> exactly. They're not there. They're here. They're they're either at a club in Toronto and they're really getting it going on, or they have like house parties, house parties at some yeah. massive you know three million dollar house in Orchard Park that no one you know what I mean close Good to the call. public. Yeah, the, the party house. Yeah, like the, the Cowboys, the White House, close to the public. All right, uh, FanDuel. FanDuel set to open up a sports book at the Meadowlands in New Jersey. Ooh, a legal sports book will open Saturday, and the Fantasy Sports uh, Radio Network will be there. I know Cardano's going to be uh, nice. down there. This is uh, right across. Um, it's adjacent to a MetLife Stadium. Perfect. With it's a great location. Play. Man, I, you got to like the Meadowlands style here. They're gonna. It looks like they're going to get a shuttle because it's still it's a little big parking lot. So they're saying we want to make it so you can place your bets, and then we're going to get you into the stadium. Convenience. Great. Place your bets. You're all drunk. <laughs> uh, get, get, you take the golf cart. Just call me cart over. Gate nine. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. Game Time Decisions. Red Heat Rage at Radio. I'm Gabriel Moretzi alongside the Cam Stewart. Get your season ticket to Fantasy Glory now with the 2018 Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. It's not just a draft kit. It's a full season package that takes you from draft day to championship week. It features in-depth analysis from some of your favorite uh, fantasy sports radio experts, including Fantasy Hall of Famer Scott Engel, 2017 Rankings accuracy champion Jake Seeley, high stakes veteran Matt Modica. Go to rotoexperts.com, use code WINNER 
to get uh, 10% off the exclusive Edge package and set aside a spot on the mantle for that 2018 championship trophy. All right, uh, let's talk some uh, CFL right now. CFL, DFS, uh, DraftKings. Uh, we've got uh, three games uh, on the board uh, to choose from. Let's bring in uh, DailyRoto.com's uh, Ben uh, Kramer. And speaking of subscriptions, if you guys want to uh, crush it, uh, you can subscribe um, all year long and um, or $25 a month. Uh, ben and uh, Dylan, we're going to be offering you projections and uh, analysis um, of the CFL from a DFS perspective on a weekly basis. All the way through all 20 weeks. Let's bring in Ben Kramer right now. Talk some CFL. TFS, how you doing, Ben? Thanks for taking the time to be with us. Yeah, it's great talking with you. It's nice to have a little break from the boardroom for a while. All right, let's uh, well, into into our boardroom, into the war room. <laughs> yeah. It's our war room here. So we got Calgary and um, we got Calgary and Ottawa on the board uh, tonight. You know, it's interesting. The five times that they played, they played a couple of weeks ago. And the five previous times before that, we talked about it, guys. Always extremely high-scoring games, close games. Four of the seven games that they played actually went to overtime. We had two ties. They always played it close and high-scoring. And then what happened? You know, Ottawa turned the ball over. They couldn't score from the one-yard line. And uh, yada, yada, yada. (laughs) And the rain just killed that game, right? Like, it poured in the second half. And everybody just got crushed in that second half. So that was kind of an anomaly, right? As a betting man, and even from a fantasy perspective, I actually get the feeling that they go back to the norm. Points, points, points. And yeah. it's a higher scoring, entertaining football game uh, tonight, Ben. What's your take? Yeah, we'll see. Like, I think the line right now is Calgary minus three. I think that's certainly playable. That's a pretty easy one for me. Like, I think Calgary comes out of this with a victory without worrying too much. But, yeah, you'll probably see a fair number of points go up tonight. The Calgary defense is pretty solid, so I'm a little bit scared about that Ottawa passing game and too much investment there. But William Powell seems to get 120 yards a week rushing with just a sneeze and a cough. So I it think really does. with Calgary continuing to give up, I think, six and a half yards a carry on the ground so far through four weeks this season, Powell looks like a pretty solid bet for another 100-yard outing. Yeah, Powell's been absolutely a stud. And uh, when you look at when you look at Ottawa too, the receivers, it seems like a different guy. Like I gave, I had Sinopoli in my lineup, and he was a monster. I think he had like seven or eight catches just at the halftime there, Ben. So yeah, what do you do ridiculous. with what, what? What do you do with the Ottawa uh, receiver situation? I'm with Gabe. I think there's points on the board tonight. What do you do uh, with the Red Blacks receiving core? Yeah. Uh... For me, I'm focusing mostly on their cheaper receivers. Ellingson, Sinopoli, those guys, they're all pretty expensive. They're up with the Edmonton receivers and some of those guys that are consistently putting up high 20s. But Noel Thomas Jr. came out last week, and he's not a big name, and he's not going to put up a massive score, but he's also two, $3,000 cheaper than anyone else in that receiving court. So him at 5K on DraftKings, even if he gets you four catches for 60 yards, he's returned value and done a pretty good job for you. And last week he even came out with a touchdown, so... There's certainly upside with that guy. It's tough this week. There's only three games. That's and the best. Three t- bye weeks already. One third of the league's off. Yeah, there's three yeah, games a- and two of them are rematches. <laughs> I know it's crazy. These are the things that make you crazy about the CFL, right? Oh no, like, it's, it's like ridiculous. Scheduling <laughs> done by a broken algorithm that was created by some kind of chimpanzee 42 years ago, and they still ran them off Ataris, right? 
Like this yeah, next, next week, the same ridiculous. teams play again. Exactly. I went to community college game, but I think me, you, and a monkey and Ben could put a better schedule together. I don't know what these yeah. guys are doing, but it's awful. Like the Argos play yeah. another. Like I, I think next hey, week on. they play the Bombers, and then the week after they play the Bombers again. Really? Yeah. And then and yeah, yeah, so even two teams. Week, like, like, yeah. Five of these teams are playing the exact same team they played in the previous matchup. <laughs> a third of the league is on bye week. And we're just supposed to take it like a man. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I think that you'll see a lot of the same kind of results that you got last week. But Edmonton will probably turn around a little bit. They're not going to have as many struggles in the red zone as they did. And it'll be interesting to see if Franklin can put up a little bit more this week because they really stalled after the first quarter last week. All right, so let's look at the quarterback situation. Uh, you got Mike Riley at $11,500. Uh, Trevor Harris, as we mentioned, playing in this game tonight. Uh, both the Toronto-Edmonton and Calgary-Ottawa games have the same totals at 54-and-a-half. Uh, Mike Riley threw for a lot of yards. They were sloppy. I was at the football game. I was talking to Cam. Darrell Walker slipped and fell right in front of me, actually. Yeah. It pissed me off because I had money on it. And uh, <laughs> Procedure penalty on the touchdown? Oh, there was a touchdown when they ran There were so many in. comedy yeah. of errors there, right? It was like, brutal. You can't imagine that Edmonton will be able to pull off that kind of a travesty all over again. They they certainly passed all over the field whenever they wanted, but when they got within 15 yards of the end zone, everything came crashing down with a litany That's of errors. That's why, though, I kind of like Franklin this week because he's $8,000. And the way I look, I actually think the Argos are going to start to get it together a little bit right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Argos are an offensive juggernaut or anything like that, but I think Franklin will get more comfortable. There was a lot of pressure on him last week. It's not like um, it's not like Tressman's in love with them, and they're like, oh, yeah, right. Franklin's the quarterback, and he's got the job. Like, that was kind of a rehearsal last week, and Franklin yeah. got, you know, all yeah. right, I can do this. Back off. I got this, coach. So I think he'll start to get a little bit more confident. And the way I look at it is either Franklin plays well enough and for the price he puts up a reasonable amount of points or and I, you know, or they're playing from behind where yes. they put up points. The fact is, though, Edmonton really haven't played solid football for four straight quarters yet all year. Their best game was no. the game against uh, – and in the Lightning game they put up 33 yep. – and then even that game when they, they beat BC and they covered. They didn't play that great no. in the first half. They were brutal. No, they it was played close. two quarters. Yeah, they yeah. played two quarters of great football. They in the first yeah, they had a couple of big plays in the fourth quarter. Really really BC, BC was right. beating them down early. So I'm just stating, yeah. like, I think that either, exactly, either they both, you know, it's a close game and Franklin is productive, or let's say Edmonton hangs 40 on them, then Franklin's got to run around a bit and play from behind. So it's a great price. I actually think for $8,000, yeah. Franklin's not a bad play, Ben. What do you think? Yeah, like the way it all works out in our projections this week is Mike Riley is still projecting 35% better than anyone else at the position. Like the, the drop down from him to anyone is just massive. But it's also true that the massive difference is $3,500 from Riley to Franklin. This is the first week all season that somebody other than Riley has popped up in a few optimal lineups just because of the price drop. So Franklin's our second projected quarterback on the week, which makes him interesting, especially at that price drop, because $3,500 lets you make a big difference in your lineup at the rest of the positions, like especially with some of Riley's receivers really popping up in price. Like Duke Williams started the year in mid-6Ks, and he's now over 9000 So if you're looking at uh, stacking your receiver with a quarterback, that's a pretty steep price to look at paying $20,000 for a Riley Duke Williams stack. Whereas you can get Franklin and say James Wilder for fourteen, fifteen thousand. 15,000. 
that's an awful lot of savings. So it's just the opportunity cost that makes you consider whether you should drop from Riley this week to somebody like Franklin, who's really cheap. The third one in our rankings is Bo Levi Mitchell. And I, like I don't expect that he's going to be great, but he's certainly going to be a low-owned pivot for people who are willing to take a risk because they're going to put up some points tonight. If you're going to beat Ottawa, it's probably going to be through the air. And they've got a lot of receivers that are actually pretty cheap to stack. Like Reggie Bagleton is coming in this week. He's starting instead of uh, Eric Rogers. And he's only yeah. 3900 bucks. So you can get a value play like that and a stack all in the same lineup. It makes him an interesting contrarian play for Bull Levi. Interesting. Yeah. Bagleton, as he just stated, Bagleton Rogers is out at I don't know what it is um, with uh, with the Calgary uh, receivers too. They got like a basketball team. You got Jordan and Durant. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's true. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. like, Jordan Durant. I'm like I'm like, which I, you know, it's funny too because I was like, I confused them uh, this morning. I actually like Jordan tonight. I know he's expensive, but I think he's going to yeah, have awesome. a big night. Well, and, without Rogers in the lineup, he's their yeah. guy, right? Like the only and, reason Jamar Jordan exactly. wasn't producing you, a lot is that you had Eric Rodgers back this year, but with him out of the lineup, Kamar Jordan was getting eight and a half targets a game before Rodgers came back to the CFL. So Jordan is expensive, but he's less expensive than the Edmonton studs, and he's going to come in about the same kind of targets. So if you're hoping for somebody that, again, is going to be a lower-owned pivot for you, Kamar Jordan certainly a good option this week. I like the yeah. Levi look. It looks. Uh, I, I looks, like Bo Levi Mitchell. He looks. Way. He looks to him in the end zone too. Jordan will catch touchdown passes. Yeah, he's a huge That's body, what, yeah. right? Like yeah. he's got big hands. He's got a good reach radius. He's got lots of wheels. He can make a lot of looks happen in the end zone. What do we do with the running backs, Ben? It's interesting. A lot of the price points are the same. We have Andrew Harris of Winnipeg, mm-hmm. eighty-one hundred. James Wilder of Toronto, seventy-seven hundred. Jeremiah Johnson, BC, sixteen. Powell's the best. The Powell's, best guy. Powell's been an absolute money machine for Ottawa. This guy just runs so hard. Seventy-eight hundred dollars, and we expect points tonight. Maybe we take another shot with Powell. I've used him this year, and he's always come through. Yeah, Powell looks like another good play. The thing is for him, if he gets under 100 yards, he's really going to hurt you because he really needs those three bonus points from cracking 100 on DraftKings because he doesn't score many touchdowns, and he's only got four targets all year in the passing game. So most of these other top backs, like Harris has 20 targets this season. Wilder, I think, has 14. So Powell, with his only four targets, that's a significant drop. If he doesn't get that 100-yard bonus and he doesn't score, then you're really going to be behind the ball who are from those people who are playing Harris and Wilder and those kind of types who pitch a lot of passes. You mentioned, uh, I know you wrote about that you can read his column over at uh, dailyroto.com uh, uh, on the CFL page. Uh, you, wrote, you wrote about Jeremiah Johnson on the BC Lions mm-hmm. And you know, interesting player right there, but let's talk about Chris uh, Chris Rainey as well. I want to yeah. like Chris Rainey. I wish he was a little bit cheaper, but <laughs> yeah, I like that's the really fact. A tough thing. Yeah, I like the fact though that he's going to get a couple of carries. He's going to get a couple of passes out yep. of the backfield, and he's going to get returns, return yards. And that BC defense is so bad, he gets a lot of return yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, 269 in total return yards <laughs> last year. It's pretty ridiculous, right? <laughs> yeah, it was one game. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, yeah, he only got four yeah. carries, but what's, he got 269 yeah, yards. What's his price? And BC can't stop anybody. 6,700 bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. BC can't yeah, stop anybody. Yeah, that's really the so. thing. He's just so expensive for a return man, right? Like, because most of the other returners, they're kind of in the high 3K, low 4K range. And then you get Rainey that pops off the shelf at 6,700. And it just makes you kind of catch your breath and say, how on earth can I do that? So he's a really high floor guy. Like you said, he's going to get 200 return yards. 
he's going to put up at least eight points for you. But the problem is, unless Jeremiah Johnson gets hurt, he's probably going to get one or two carries and one or two targets in the passing game. So his ceiling is a whole lot lower unless he takes a return touchdown back all the way or something like that. So he's a possibility. His best weeks have come when Johnson was injured. Because I remember last week, Rainey had one week, I think, near the end. He had 47 DraftKings points, and he was only priced at the same level, kind of 6K, and it's because he got all the touches in the offense. But without a really increased role in that offense, you're you're limiting your ceiling a bit, even though you have a really safe floor. Yeah, hey, uh, Ben, we looked at uh, Kenny Stafford at the start of the year. Remember when he was like 42, 45, 67? No thanks, but... Maybe a little bit of value with Winnipeg. They have the highest projected total, and Darvin Adams is actually cheaper, $7,300 compared to these other guys at 99000 and above. Is he worth a look this week? Yeah, I think he's worth a look this week if you're looking at Riley stacks, right? Because you always want somebody that he's going to throw to. And with the other two options there in Walker and Williams, both over $9,000, Stafford pops a little bit if you're stacking your receiver with your quarterback like you should be in GPPs, right? But a $6,700 Kenny Stafford starts to get pretty uncomfortable. I looked at the math, and if you're looking for about two and a half times value for a receiver or running back to get pretty decent close to the cash line on most weeks. Stafford's only done that one out of four weeks at this price level, right? Um, if you look at somebody like Duke Williams, who's a lot more expensive, but he's gotten to two and a half times value three out of four weeks so far. So you're saving a lot of money, but you're also taking a fair bit more risk going with Stafford over one of his teammates. Uh, Darius Bowman really hasn't um, had that big game yet. Uh, that guy is a fantasy wasteland, right? I, and he's a wicked receiver, too. He was, yeah, he was back yeah, 10 years it was. ago. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, he's are we a 2012 the, uh, All-Star team. Are we at the point where he's done right now? So do you expect a breakout, or is he just sort of going to fade off here? You know, because I expect nothing at this point. I'd say you got Dressler, you got down. Adams, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, you got Harris. Exactly. It's yeah. not like he's he's the he's the fourth and fifth option right now, and he's slower. Yeah. Um, you know, just he doesn't seem to have much jump off the uh, off the line of scrimmage anymore either. No. And we started to see that at the end of last year, too. Like, he really faded last season. And then he had one or two good games at the end that convinced Winnipeg he might still have some gas in the tank. But really, for Darius Bowman, unless he manages to come down below that, say, $5,000 level where he'd become interesting because you don't need much out of him, I can't imagine that you should pay six or $7,000 for Darius Bowman as kind of the fourth option in that Winnipeg offense right now. Because really, the top target is going to be Darwin Adams. He was getting eight or nine targets a game with Matt Nichols all through last season. He was just a bit of a forgotten man with Chris Strebler to start 2018. But Dressler takes up kind of the second amount of targets. And Andrew Harris, like I said, he's got 20 targets already through this season. He's really one of the leading targeted receivers in the whole game as a running back. There's just so many mouths to feed in that offense, and they love to run the ball. It's going to be tough to see Darius Bowman getting any kind of wear near value at the price ranges he keeps coming in at. I like Adams at 7,300, Gabe, don't you? Yeah, that's the guy who's going to be interesting because most people aren't going to be on him because he had a such slow start to the year because Strebler just never looked out to his wide receivers. He just kind of dropped back three steps and look at one of the slot backs or running backs who was close to his area who wasn't interested in airing it out deep, whereas Nichols will take those deep shots to Darvin Adams, and he certainly did through 2017. It's interesting. Winnipeg scored so many points, but it's not like Nichols had a big, big (laughs) fantasy game either. Winnipeg are an interesting team. Thanks for the time, Ben. Yeah, you bet. Anytime, guys. Thanks.
You Take can care. read read Ben's analysis over at DailyRoto.com on the CFL page. It gives you a weekly breakdown and uh, rankings for a CFL DFS perspective and fantasy perspective. Game time decisions continue. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Well, against our better judgment, looks like uh, we're going in again here. It's time for the DKMS Trivia Challenge. Uh-oh. Doesn't anybody want two tickets? Doesn't anybody want two tickets to the World Series? Problem is, like, half our listeners are, like, convicted convicts. <laughs> I can't fly there, Gabe. No, I, can't, I, saw, I, I, can't, I just can't go there. I saw yesterday. Like, we, we were busting our boy Pushy's balls. I was like, Pushy probably can't travel. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you're right. You called it. Yeah. It was good you're guy. right. And then I saw, like, after that tweet, there uh, everyone was jumping in. Yeah, that's why I haven't called in. I can't, I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed in Canada. I'm not allowed in the United States. <laughs> we, have, we have a lot of listeners that aren't allowed to travel. It's true. <laughs> Stay at home. Fortunately, none program. of you have appeared on Dateline yet. No, thank God. Yeah, that, that, that's the good news. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, man. I just got a tweet with yeah. uh, somebody uh, with Stormy Daniels last night that says, man, this looks like sports rage with hair. Kind of does, actually. all right so the number to call 844-84-FNTSY that's uh, 844-84-FNTSY or 844-843-6879 now you've got to answer uh, four questions correctly in a row and uh, we're running out of racetrack here, people. So you got you guys got to raise yeah. the level of your game. What is it, Thursday today? Yeah, we got uh, tomorrow's Friday. Yeah, and uh, uh, truth be told, like uh, you weren't much better, Cam. Yeah, I was. Uh, people are still talking about your Jamie Moyer answer. Yeah, it was pretty. I was a real mess. <laughs> Losing his pitcher of all time. <laughs> what is he? Thirty seventh or something? Yeah, I thought I thought I'd throw a Jamie Moyer. <laughs> at least I'm not looking at the answers. Now listen, I'm supposed to. <laughs> I'm supposed to get an updated version uh, of uh, of the questions. Oh, here we go. Here it is. Oh, you got it. Yeah, I was nice, going to say. Nice. Yeah, I, I was surprised. Sussman doesn't usually drop the ball. I was like, where's? Come on, Sussman. Where's the the updated question list? But it really doesn't matter. We can answer the same damn questions every day. And like, look, we asked yesterday if people could just spell like the teams' names, and they could. That didn't do it. go well. No. 
I think maybe is that what we're going to have to continue with here? Maybe. I like the Cardano call. He's yeah, like, for the love yeah, of God, God people. Yeah, yeah. Don't just remember, remember the answers like, are the he's same He's asking questions. the same question. Like, <laughs> I didn't want to ask the same questions, but it just seems like at this point. It's the right thing to do. Uh, at this point. All right. So 844-844-84-FNTSY. That fly is unbelievable. Hey, he just loves to piss you off. Like, he just hangers or he hangs around the headsets. And no, he's just been bugging us all day. Yeah. He's a real prick. Like, he comes in and then he takes off. He's, like, doing it on purpose now. You know what? Let's Febreze him. Yeah, I agree. Clorox him, Febreze him. No, I'm telling you, man. There he is. He's back. Where is he? Right there. Right by the... No, no, no. Don't get him by the, by the soundboard. No, now he's at my computer. Right over here. Yeah, yeah, you got him. Yeah, get him. Get in the mist. Get in that mist. You know what it is? The mist. The mist. It really slows them down. Oh, no, it does, yeah, because it paralyzes them. <laughs> yeah. It's like it, it doesn't kill them right away. It kind of like it's you, to, if you ever have a fly oh, and you got oh, for breeze. I just ate some of that too. But the only thing is, yeah, I, I nearly choked. I know that's the, other the thing. No. No. Yeah, it gets yeah. on your tongue. Okay, all right. Let's uh, let's let's do this thing. Let's go to uh, Craig in Belleville. Belleville, home Belleville. of the Bulls. It used to be home of the Bulls. Bulls are gone. Hey guys, what's going on? What's happening? The Bulls are gone, aren't they, Craig? Yeah, we got the Belleville Senators now. Senators? Come on, Cam. Yeah, something like that. I like the Bulls. Cam stuck in the past in a time when Darius Bowman and the Belleville the Bulls, Bulls were, were good. And Jamie Moyer, most losses. Don't forget that <laughs> yeah, one. We had P.K. Subin play for us. You sure that did. That is true. I've been outside that arena. It's pretty I, cool, actually. I, I did, too. I've been in, in it a few times. I've never been in it. I saw you saw the Belleville Bulls play. All right, let's rock. Yeah, what do we got? All right, uh... In what year did Mark McGuire hit 70 home runs in a season? 1998. That's a good answer. Correct. And uh, we're off to a good start. That's right. All right. Good start. Second question. Name the general manager... Of the Detroit Tigers. Alavia. That is correct. Craig's not playing around. No, he's man. not actually. This has been and it's bang bang. Yeah, no, he Craig, is. Craig, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're at second base, buddy. All right, so uh, steal third. Tam Chowder's like, like, no, no, no. no he's on my I know the answers. <laughs> How much does a baseball weigh? 14 ounces. Incorrect. Ugh. I was pulling for you, too. I was, too. You really uh, answered well. well those first yeah, two. Yeah, I mean, bang, bang. A, like, that's the way our horse wakes to come out of the gate, just nice and hot. And that was a tricky uh, one. That was good. Right, one, to, right, to the, yeah, right to the lead. It hadn't come up yet. That's why. <laughs> well, we're doing it again tomorrow, Craig. Yeah. Have a good one, Craig. And Craig had come up yet. Yeah. See, he pulled the Cardano route. He was like, yeah, yeah I know yeah. which one. He's actually paying attention. Of course he is. That's what Cardano said. You're, you're asking the same question. So if you don't know him by now, there's a problem. All right. I'm pretty sure that this guy will know how much a baseball weighs. Clam chowder in Montreal. How was doing? How was doing? 
and marvelous Gabby Wernsian, which is the kitchen. I slept in the clam bowl last night, and I'm all clammy. Let's do it. So that fish oil makes you smart, Chowder. Yeah, Omega-3s. Omega, it's like Bill Romanowski. I love fish oil. Fish oil. All right, Chowder, how much does a baseball weigh? A baseball? <laughs> yeah, a baseball. The ball that they throw, the pitcher throws, how much does that baseball weigh? Half a pound. Half a pound. It's quite an interesting answer. Yeah, yeah, I'm just thinking. Like, oh, is it? Is the answer in ounces? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but still, we can accept half a pound, but it's not accurate. Yeah. It's actually pretty close. It's, but cool. yeah. it's pretty good. That's not bad, Chowder, but uh, all right, we'll give you one more, one Chowder. More? You ready for another one, Chowder? Yeah, let's go. Man, how come there's no expo trivia in this? Yeah, the... It's a bias, man. Who wrote, who made these questions? Who was the all-time RBI leader in Major League Baseball history? Who has the most runs batted in in Major League Baseball history? Pete Rose. Well, that's oh, most hits. Most hits. God bless you, Chowder. We love you, Chowder. Take care, buddy. All the best. You passion. <laughs> Gabe, when you want to write the questions for me, you can add expo questions. Oh, oh nice, nice. Here's, here's Greg. Here's Greg Sussman. <laughs> well, we're kind of struggling here, Greg. <laughs> struggling. <laughs> struggling. Yeah, Greg Sussman's voice kind of rattled me. I'm like, you never know who's his. Yeah, so, uh, so what, it's Sussman, are you there? Are you the one who made these questions? I was telling them, uh, I had some interns working under me, but uh, I was kind of the managerial. You guys, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, they're very, very, very good, good questions. questions. I enjoy learning about baseball history along the way. Yeah, I realized after we did it, the first, after you guys did it the first day, that the ones and twos were just too hard. So I added some easier ones, which was supposed, supposed to be easy, like the Padres manager, but that took like six callers of yours to get that. Yeah, it's a tough one. Brewers and Padres managers no, not no, working. No, no, no. They never got it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they never. They they actually never got it. So, how's uh how's it going on your show? And how's it going uh, with Carton? Like, are Carton's guys getting a second base, or how's it how's it you going? Know, we had uh, on BFFs today. We had someone get uh, to the third question. They were kind of mowing through, uh, like Greg was earlier for you guys, and then they just get stuck. And we we really tried to ask gettable questions today because some of them are harder than others but we wanted to at least get to the fourth question see what we could do and they just struggled like the people that, that they say they're a cubs fan and we asked them a question about steve bartman and they got nothing and in, uh, it just frustrates me bartman yeah wow yeah you know some people you get the stage fright you're right you know it's funny right. uh, greg i told i told cam before the show started today mm -hmm. i said listen you know, I don't expect these guys to know every question, but I said it's kind of. I'm getting frustrated yeah. too. Craig was bit. good though. Out of the start, Bing Bing, like that was a good start. I mean, when yeah. we're asking, we're giving away two tickets to the World Series, and I people know. can't tell us who the stupid ESPN broadcast crew is. We got a problem. Yeah, <laughs> <a> good point. <laughs> well played. I like Cardano called it yesterday. Genuinely getting mad. He's like, man, these guys are dumb. Like, come on. Like, 
All right, let's keep this going. We love you guys, though. And uh, Cam's... Thanks, Sussman. All right, let's go to... Uh, let's go to uh, Will in BC. Will. How you doing, Will? Thanks for having me on, gentlemen. Appreciate you guys. British Thanks, Columbia, Will. we appreciate that. Uh, thanks for... Uh, Thanks for coming on. All right. Now we got to start, like, uh, getting specific. If he's out in B.C., he probably knows Mariner questions. All right. Uh, I've been to a few Mariner games, you bet. Go Hawks. Hey, Cam. Yeah, you got that right. All right. What batter has struck Maybe. out the most in the history of Major League Baseball? Ooh. Oh, Christ. You've already asked this question. Um, You're supposed to write it down. I know. I had the other ones. I had the. Uh, I had Al Avila <laughs> lined up. And, uh, I had the other ones. So this is basically like a class. Craig like Council. we're basically finding. Out who... <laughs> no, no, Craig Council is not the answer. The oh man, Yogi Berra was already said. I'll go Babe Ruth. What a terrible answer. Just hang up on me now. Sorry. Yeah. All right. That was it, Craig. Thanks for playing. With Thanks. Me. Thanks for playing. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Okay. Have a good one. All right. I think we're going to be doing something tomorrow, Gabe. What do you think? All right. What, slitting our wrists? No. <laughs> I was saying uh, doing a draw of some kind, or I don't know how it's going to work. All right, let's go to a Darren in Edmonton. Darren. Hello, Darren. How's it going, guys? How you, good, Darren. How you doing, Darren? Good, good. Good. All right, uh, Darren, this is a pretty easy one. Well, it is and it is, and speaking of the Chicago Cubs, what number did Sammy Sosa wear with the Chicago Cubs? 21. That is correct. Ding, 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 ding. All right. There we, we, he didn't need any searching for that no, one. No, that's right off the bat. Which team defeated the New York Yankees in the 1981 World Series? I was very happy that night. In the 81 World Series, you said? Yes. <laughs> take, take a little while, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's just that uh, we... No, no, no. no. Ooh. Ooh. Right, thanks, thanks for uh, playing. There's a Darren. Thought we had something. Uh, it's, 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 you, get, you get excited with the first one. I thought, I thought we had something. Yeah, we were going to get on a roll. I'm just surprised we don't see Ryan on hold uh, here. He's, I think he's, he's done. <laughs> he's beat. He might, he might just say, screw this. <laughs> he's beat. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we already did Jesse in Edmonton, right? Yeah, I think we, we had did. a lot of calls yeah. from Edmonton, so okay. I'm getting confused. Yeah, Gino. 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 Hey, Gabe. How you doing, uh, Gino? What's up, Gino? How you doing? Good, good, good. All right, Gino, you ready to rock? Yeah, I know that hits one. That strikeouts one. The strikeout one? Yeah, most strikeouts. History. We already asked that yeah. one, though. Yeah, I know it, too. <laughs> All right, this one. What Cubs player was involved in the Steve Bartman incident in Game 6? So you had Steve Bartman. That is correct. Moises Alou. And we're getting somewhere. Yeah, we are. It's good. good leadoff. Good, good call. Okay. Thanks. Who is the all-time home run leader for the Kansas City Royals? He once uh, ran onto the field very angrily. George Brett. 
George yep, Brett. There you go. Yeah, that was a very good clue, Gabe. Yeah, very good. too much. Well, you just said pine tar, <laughs> running on field angrily. Lots of those I was, things. I was going to say either him or Balboni. <laughs> oh, so, so, yeah. Balboni. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, yeah, so that's second base. We're going to third base here. This is uh, for number three. Yes, sir, we oh, are. Oh, boy. Get excited. In 1993, Jose Canseco misjudged a fly ball. The ball hit his head and went over the fence for a home run. Yeah. Who hit the baseball? Uh, I know this. Well, I've seen it happen. Uh, I'm going to say... I don't know. Time? Fucking Eddie Murray? I don't know. (laughs) 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 Maybe it was against... You know, I, I like your answer. You know what? Eddie Murray, pretty good. Another guy with a huge head and a little hat. And you know what? I actually I like the F bomb thrown into it, too. I, so, you yeah. know, you're the leader in the clubhouse right now, as far as I'm concerned. I think <laughs> they're playing the Indians. I think they're playing the Indians. Or the White Sox. Call us again tomorrow. Okay. Thanks, Gabe. See you later. Th- thank you. Have a good one. Yeah, he was going somewhere. Gino, he was on track. He 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 was he was going somewhere on that. <laughs> no, when he got the second, I was saying, "Here we go, it's ticket time." Big Merce, oh, Big, Big Merce, a regular, Merce. regular listener. How you doing, Big Merce? Good guys, how's it going? Pretty good, good, good. good, good. Thanks for calling in. All right, Love uh, the show. let's. I appreciate well, that. You. We appreciate that. Thank you right for on. listening. All right. Okay. So. Uh, <laughs> Who's the manager of the Atlanta Braves? Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> that's a tough one. Uh, Bobby Cox I will admit, is a left-hand man. <laughs> yes, Bobby Cox. Uh, uh, Gene that, that's Cam's answer. <laughs> okay. Ted Turner. <laughs> Ted Turner. <laughs> I will admit, there, there are a lot of uh, new, weird, weird men. There are a lot, a lot of new guys. New, old school. New no-name dudes. Yeah, yeah guys, who, guys who used to play kind of no-name guys. Oh, well. Tampa Bay, too. All right. More of a football uh, golf thanks. Man. <laughs> okay, thanks. All right, we'll, 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 we'll have football trivia Yeah, in the we'll do football. We'll do golf. We'll do anything to give away tickets. All right. Thanks to uh, DKMS. Tune in to the Craig Carton Show in the morning. Someone's getting the tickets. Maybe we'll give them away in the afternoon tomorrow. So maybe me and Cam are going to the World Series. Maybe. You guys got a little better today, though. That was pretty yeah. good. Pretty good. All right. Got a quick break. Game time decisions. Red Heat Rage Radio continues. Though, so talking about two tickets to a World Series, stakes were a little bit higher. 
First and second, you're right. That when, once you hit third, things get very real. Uh, people are really having a fun time with uh, this dude that took a picture with Stormy Daniels at the strip club last night. We kind of really do have the same facial. Uh, kind of looks like someone stuck a wig on me, to be honest. <laughs> it really does. Like I, even me, I can't really like fully deny it. Oh, definitely. <laughs> oh my God, it's actually uh, it's uncanny. Like that is like he's got your eyes, your look. <laughs> he's even got the same mannerisms. Like I've seen that look. Like ah, uh, yeah, like just about before you get pissed drunk when you're just running on a couple and you're feeling good. It's almost I've like someone superimposed a wig on top of it's me. It's very true. Me next to Stormy Daniels. Yeah, it's it's actually crazy. I mean, he's got a weird hairdo, but yeah, he like sure just, does. Yeah, just the face. Like just yeah, the yeah, yeah. You get rid of his uh, <laughs> curls and the two-tone hair, that's you if you were bald. i never seen you wear a dragon shirt either, but uh, anyway, yeah, this guy, this guy, he does look like you, Marenzi. That's crazy. Like a lot like you. Not, not even just a little bit, like the whole bottom chin, the look. Like it's very, it's kind of, kind of crazy. Actually. There's an, there's a dude in the army. There's an army football fan. It looks like a ripped me. Right. <laughs> I swear to God, like if I was ripped and I was in the army, it's, like, it's a, I got to find a picture of it too. Somebody sent it to me. They were like, "Oh my God, bro!" They're like, "This is you." Like, yeah, that is. You know, even I will admit this picture uh, yeah. of this dude. You know what the best thing is? His name on Twitter is Bubbleflex. <laughs> Bobo Flex. <laughs> That's so good. He's actually getting a lot of publicity yeah. now. He's in a band. Nice. He's in a band, too? Yeah. <laughs> On tour, 500 days a year, he says. Yeah. Wow. Not last night, because no. you were at a yeah, strip yeah, club exactly. in Columbus. <laughs> you weren't doing a radio show. That is awesome. That's great. I look like a dude in the band, Bobo Flex. <laughs> Bobo Flex. Bobo. <laughs> Georgia quarterback, Mike Bobo. I miss Mike Bobo. The Pinball Hall of Fame in Las Vegas. So one of uh, many, many uh, things to do when visiting uh, Sin City. I'll be going to Las Vegas. It's funny, too. I see a list of things to do. I never do any of these things. What is, what's, uh, what's on the list? Visit the Mob Museum. No. You ever been to the Mob Museum? No, I haven't. And I've been there like 50 times. Nope. The Atomic Nuclear Bomb Testing Museum. Don't even know where it is. <laughs> I have no idea. Is it on the outskirts? You like, know what's crazy, it? too, dude? I lived in Vegas for like three years and been there like a million whatever. So I have no idea where that Neon Museum is. Do you? The Neon Museum? Yeah, no. The I, graveyard? No, no, the no. Grave, they have like it's wicked. I've always wanted to go there. Like I don't, know, I don't even know where it is. I live there. Like, <laughs> I have no idea. They have oh, like, yeah, where they take all the old signs. And, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, it's beautiful with all the old neon and stuff. No, it's, it's cool. all this, this lot, and it's massive. So massive stardust signs. Is it outside of, um, free, is it in that Fremont area with that big like, kind of park in the middle? Like south of the old Cortez kind of in that, in that park. I think call. that's where it is. Yeah, it's down and around there. Yeah. yeah, I knew that, but I never really, sort of like. I've a, never been. It's a good thing. I never knew where Clark County Jail was either. No I, idea. No, it's never, very famous, right? Clark County, I, Clark County. I've never been to that jail. I never knew, Cam. And lo and behold, I was smoking a split outside like the D. 
<laughs> I look over and I'm like, it kind of looks like a government building type thing. And I'm like, oh my God, this is Clark County. It's the jail. Yeah, I'm like, oh <laughs> shit, this is Clark County. I'm in this alley, like right behind Clark County. I'm like, man, I'm going to walk closer back to the D over here, man. Because it's funny, um, somebody told me that was in Clark County before. They said, yeah, it's messed up, man. You, they let you out this back door, and you're basically next to the Golden Nugget. Yeah, you're right there in that, in that part yeah, of town. Yeah, you pop the, out, they're like, you're a, on a this Fremont. back yeah. street of Fremont. I know exactly yeah. where it is. Yeah, yeah. in the back alleyways. Of exactly. The so it's very weird. He's like, yeah, man, yeah. you get out of jail. It's bizarre. They let you out, and you're right by the you're McDonald's there. on Fremont. Hey, everybody. <laughs> the Golden Nugget. <laughs> Here I am. Go place a bet when you get out right exactly. away. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I would do. That's why there's like, money. Yeah, yeah, there's the bail down there, but... I want to go check out this, actually. I'm going to Vegas in August. Oh, we say this right now. It's actually $23 to get in. What is? For the Neon Museum? Yeah. Eh. It's not cheap. 150 classic neon signs. I guess at nighttime. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Do do it at night for sure. That'd be great. Yeah, but I don't think, I didn't think they plugged them in. They don't? No, no. Oh. They're broken and stuff. Like, oh, so you got to see it during the day. At night, you can't see it. No, they have a night thing, and they're yeah. saying it's, it's even cooler at night. But I don't, I don't know how they do it. But whatever. It's probably laid out all, you know. Sort of, they call it the graveyard. It's the neon graveyard. They used to just sort of dump the signs yeah, in there. Yeah, now they make a museum out of it and charge 23 bucks. Well, Sounds pe- smart. People like that nostalgia stuff, I right? do. I, I like Me the, too. I love neon signs. They're wicked. Well, especially like... Uh, My buddy used to have one in his basement. It's like Schlitz. They're great for beers, like old yeah, beers yeah. and stuff. Those, right? uh, those ones are worth money if you have yeah. like an old Coke one, an yeah. old Schlitz and all that. Yeah. yeah. I, I know a couple buddies that have old uh, uh, Rolling Rock. He's got like a green Rolling Rock one. Yeah, they're cool. I don't know if you can get them. They don't make neon signs anymore. I guess there's a haunted house that's been featured on uh, <laughs> never, Ghost Adventures. Never, never been. I don't want to go there. No, I don't like haunted houses. I have enough bad luck as it yeah, is. I, I, I remember the last time I went to Screamers, I had a panic attack. Yeah, the Pinball Hall of Fame. Yeah. That's cool. cool. I'd actually, I, that, that's something I can handle. Yeah, we should go. We could go bet. Go play some pinball. Yeah, for money. Yeah. Of course, you know, here in Vegas, you gotta, you know. Yeah, you got to play the game. Hollywood Car Museum. Nope, never been there either. Erotic Heritage Museum. I like the sound uh, of this. Erotic heritage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> erotic heritage. Guided tours, workshops, lectures, and other displays and activities with a mission to demystify and demitigize human uh, sexuality. I don't know why Sammy Davis has anything to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy Davis's <laughs> erotic tour. Uh, we can go walk. We can go walk in the mountains and stuff. Yeah, that, that ended well for my buddy Malinsky. Yeah. Like I'm going up there. <laughs> like, yeah. What about the zip line? Would you do that over Fremont? I got to be honest with you. No, no, I don't think I. It's I'm concerned. You know, yeah, whole, like look at the weight. Like you know what I mean. Knowing my luck, the, the thing would snap, and I'd like be sprawled out on Fremont. Like, like it's. People do it all the time. It's actually like for, for like, for, yeah, I, I would rather do that than go on a roller like coaster. Like it got, got stuck and you're just like lying. Oh, yeah, you got to yeah, wait yeah. there for, that wouldn't be that bad, but. It wouldn't be cool. The thing is, it's it's pretty high. Like if you actually fell off that zip line thing. You'd, you'd, be, you'd be dead. You're wearing a helmet. They give you a helmet. Who cares? You're, the rest of your body's crumbled. And if yeah. you land on your head from that distance with a helmet, it'll go yeah. right through that. You're going to be go right throttled right down onto a bunch of tourists damn, on damn Fremont right. Street. That's, that's what might save you. You might kill a couple of tourists coming down. 
Yeah. That's the thing. You could just, you if it went wild, phone. you yeah. could fly right through a window of, like, the nugget of the D or something, too. <laughs> like, in a wild, just sort of. That'd be great. Yeah, I don't know. I stay I stay in Fremont all the time. I've never even considered it. I know that Taylor Stevens has actually jumped off the stratosphere before. Really? Yeah. I used to live, like, right across the street from like the stratosphere. Like bungee jump? Yeah, so. I used to see that. I'd hear the screams all day long. It was kind of annoying. It was like constant. It was like yeah. all day. Every five minutes. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? They're jumping off. You I would, used to watch them. and uh, You wouldn't catch me doing that? No way. They've never had an incident. So? Yeah. It doesn't. I don't get fun from that. Like, you know what I mean? I'd, get, I'd have a heart attack. Like, that's, yeah. That's I don't, kind of my that's, problem. That's me too like, thing. I just, like, I don't that's really why I'm always want... worried about being tased because if I, get, if I get tased with my heart, like, I'm dead. I don't know. Like, like as gotta... a gambler and, like like you said, I've already had a lot of crazy things happen to me in my yeah. life. And yeah, I don't want to go down swinging I've already, at the stratosphere. I've already been scared a lot of times in my life. I don't need to uh, be jumping off of buildings for fake thrills. Like, I already have thrills you, enough. You said it, man. That's the last thing I need. You know, that's the last thing I need. I'd rather get wasted in a casino. So would I. That's than, what I than jump off the top of that's it. That's what I do in Vegas <laughs> game. That's why I don't go on any rides. I just get drunk and gamble. They've got that no uh, tourist stuff. They've got that new uh, big um, Ferris, Ferris wheel. wheel? It's nah. Massive. Yeah. You're not allowed having sex up there, though. Dude got arrested for having sex. Get naked in the Ferris wheel. Yeah. yeah. Because it's going at a, a, a pace that you can actually still get things done. Oh, yeah. No, compared no. to a regular Dude, roller coaster. They, you can drink in them and stuff. There's, oh, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I can actually, I don't mind those as much. Yeah, no, it's like a modern, and you can see the strip and everything like that. It was Super Bowl weekend. And uh, what's pretty crazy is, so the guy got busted, and so did the chicks. So their pictures were in the paper. And uh, you got to give it to the guy. He didn't even know her. He didn't even know her. Oh, stra- strangers. And what's crazier, he was in Vegas to get married. Really? He was in Vegas to get married. I guess that was his stripper. He met some chick and went on a Ferris wheel with her, had sex with a chick on the Ferris wheel. And didn't get married? LVPD were waiting on the bottom for him, and they arrested him and her, and they slapped their pictures all over the place, and none of the wedding was off. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess that's what happens when you have sex with a stranger. He had quite the uh, what a turnaround, what a what, what a trip. He yeah. goes to get married, and next thing you know, he's meeting a stranger and banging her on a Ferris yeah. wheel. And in a, wow. and a strange twist of fate, the guy was um, he was killed a couple of months ago, I believe, at a Houston strip club. He was set up and catfished. Really? So, so basically, he was in the strip club to meet somebody. No, he was. He, set up? No, he was in the strip club, and he was throwing a lot of money around with the strippers. Uh-huh. And I think one of the strippers like called a dude and basically stated, "This guy's like kind of a dickhead. He's rich. He's drunk, and he's got a lot of money. And then he got jacked in a lot. I think he got murdered. The same guy. It's pretty crazy life this guy had. Like I remember, like thing. I was like, wow, this guy's life, like." Was all it? about chicks, too. Yeah, it was, it was always a theme. Like, you you know, you were going to get married. You know we didn't care. You know, if you engaged. Still, like, it was the same dude. Same dude that got busted. The same guy that got busted having sex with a stranger on a Ferris wheel in got Vegas. Got knifed outside a strip club and died. Got, like, yeah. Got shot in That's a like, parking lot and set up at a strip club in Houston. The odds of that happening...
It's Carton and Friends! I gotta give you this Papa John story. So on this conference call, this John Schnatter, the Papa John's founder, is kind of complaining yeah. that Colonel Sanders referred to all black people yeah. by using the N-word and there was never any backlash. Yeah. He didn't have to sell his company. He wasn't demoted. Black people, white people, green people, yellow people, everybody loves the racist chicken. Weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. When you're hiring, you don't want to waste time sorting through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want an efficient way to get to a short list of qualified candidates. That's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements. Then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. So speaking of getting out of here, then we apologize uh, for the quick uh, drop up there. Speaking of getting out of here, Cam, you got to get out of here. And yeah, uh, there's be- a uh, there's an indie race. The streets are all closed. It's going to be race cars. We're going to be hearing these cars practicing soon. I guess tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, it's free. And um, there's a, a terrorist uh, threat downtown too. So it could I take am- you a little uh, longer to get around town. Thanks, buddy. I understand. Picks for tonight. I'm going with the Pittsburgh Pirates minus 130. I like the Boston Red Sox and Washington laying a run in the CFL game. I'm on Calgary in the over tonight. I like those picks. I like the uh, the CFL picks right there. Thank you. Yeah, the Foo Fighters are playing tonight at uh, the Rogers Center. Big show, actually. Yep. I didn't realize they were that big that these guys play stadium. Yeah, these guys are doing real, like, huge stadium tours. And this guy, didn't he wasn't sleeping on your couch once or something like that? Yeah, Dave Grohl slept in my house when I was 17. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy where his life is and where my life is. <laughs> you got a successful radio show. You're doing okay. Yeah, we just got dropped. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, Dave Grohl used to be in a band called Scream. Scream. That is correct. So, yeah, poor Dave Grohl. The Foo Fighters are playing uh, where the Blue Jays play tonight at uh, the baseball stadium. And uh, I guess there was a um, a legitimate threat. Yeah, there's been a th- threat. That something was going to happen around the stadium or around the CN Tower. You see the CN, one of the largest structures in North America. And I don't know, man. The cops had a big press conference outside down there, and they were warning people to keep your head up. And That's then they're like, don't worry about it, but keep your head up type thing. And and now I guess the media is reporting that, uh, I don't know, I think there was a plot or a plan. Somebody was uh, going to uh, try to uh, drive up a ramp that leads into the, the stadium Fair. slash. So basically, it's a two-for-one. You get a yeah. bunch of tourists going to the Ripley's, Correct. believe it or not, aquarium yep. and museum. The CN Tower is a big uh, tourist attraction. And then you got a Foo Fighter concert. Yep. Don't worry. Not nothing to see here. Today. Yeah, what's, what's up what's with this? What's up with this? Is this Courtney Love Day today? <laughs> 